This is Janice. And I'm Sarah N. And we're your hosts for Explore This, a podcast for the modern day working professional. Each week, we explore actionable insights on how you can thrive personally and professionally. Hey everyone, how are all of you doing? We hope it's not too late for us to wish you a happy new year. And we know that it's been a while since we released our last episode, but truth be told, it's been a whirlwind few months. And not to worry, we'll be sure to give you a brief update of what we've been up to during our hiatus. As Janice and I were preparing for this episode, we can't help but admit that we felt a little rusty. But you know what? It's never too late for us to get back behind the mic. So that's exactly what we're doing. And I love that we get a chance to start the year with you. Although, yes, we know by the time this episode is released, it will be well into February 2023. But hey, better late than never. And we've definitely missed connecting with y'all. So we decided to kick this season and this year off with the JT and say, explore this reflection and catch up. I'm sure you've all been deep into the trifecta of celebrations from December to January with Christmas, New Year, Chinese New Year. We'll talk all about that in our updates as well. And so our hope for this episode is that you will learn and reflect on a thing or two from our sharing wherever we are finding you in your journey of embracing 2023. So Jen, kick us off and tell us how did you wrap up your 2022? So I got married on November 19. <laughs> Some of you may find that it's a familiar date because it was the day that Malaysia had its general elections. Of course, when we planned the date, me and my husband, we did not know that it would coincide with one of the biggest dates of the year for Malaysia. So we had to just make sure our ceremony was short and sweet to let ourselves and our friends and family go out to vote. That was a crazy day, but it was an incredible one. After that ceremony, I had two other wedding ceremonies as well. Yes, it's not something that happens once in your lifetime. Sometimes it can be twice <laughs> Three in times. Lifetime. Yes. Not sure if I recommend it. The period between November and Jan felt like a massive blur of wedding planning, finalizing details, and just making sure everything was planned as best as we could. The reason for that was because my husband and I, we decided not to hire a wedding planner. So really, this became our full-time job. Post-working hours and on weekends, Sarah can attest to it. I was knees deep, arms deep in (laughs) wedding planning for those few months. Yeah, and one thing I have to add on that, Jen, real quick, is it's kind of crazy to hear you talk about Chris as your husband on this podcast. Because (laughs) like just a couple of months ago, you know, whenever we made reference to him, it was by virtue of being your you know, your fiance, and now it's just been upgraded status. So it's kind of insane. But yeah, super happy that the past few months happened with not just once or twice, but three times the wedding for the both of you. I know, I know. And I mean, honestly, really glad to have you by my side through the madness of it all. Honestly, (laughs) really, really grateful for that. Now looking back at the wedding, right? It was truly such a dream come true to have my favorite people flying from different parts of the world to celebrate with Chris and myself. I really, really had the best weekend ever in one of my favorite spots in Malaysia as well, in nature, Mm. up in the highlands. It was so beautiful. And one of my highlights was... Sarah Ann, who gave a beautiful speech as my <laughs> bridesmaid. Oh my goodness, there was so much feels that they um, might or might not have totally. shed a tear or two. You cannot imagine the amount of tears that went down on both the occasions of your wedding that I attended, Jen, I have to say. The lesson learned is always carry tissue. If you're going to be a bride soon, please make sure that everyone around you has a packet of tissue or two. That will be one tip that I will That's say. That's a wedding pro tip from Janistan. 
So wedding aside, another highlight was reuniting with my sister, who I haven't seen for about three years because of the pandemic. It was ultra special to have her back in Malaysia. She flew back from Melbourne through all three of the weddings, through Christmas, through Chinese New Year, through the hand strip. It was a very memorable and very, very crazy few months for me. Would love to hear all about your end of year, Sarah, and what went down. Share with us. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I had the real honor of attending Janice's wedding, the one in November that coincided with election day as well as the real big party in January. But I'll get down to that. I spent Christmas and New Year with my boyfriend's family in Norway. And it was just a very special family time because he only goes back there once in a year and his grandparents are getting really old. They are like 82 and 83. So it was really precious to spend time with them. You know that I've been to Norway three times now, but last year was actually the first time that we were there for the full-blown Christmas celebration because the previous two years, we were actually spending it in quarantine and only join for like belated Christmas celebrations. So last year we were there since the 21st to 22nd of December. And I had the opportunity to experience his family Christmas tradition from picking out a live Christmas tree. These people do not do our plastic Christmas trees. So that was kind of funny. And I shared videos with Janice about how they were you know, chopping down the tree, dragging it home. And then we were decorating it on Little Christmas Eve, which is on the 23rd of December. And we also spent Christmas unwrapping all the presents one by one. It was a real big family tradition affair. And also, yeah, I thought it would be really interesting to share with you what did Christmas look like in terms of the food that we ate. We had this really traditional and festive Norwegian Christmas meal, and it was called Pinnashot, which is basically cured lamb ribs. Doesn't sound too interesting for Malaysians who are fellow foodies, I know, but it was really good and it's really special because you literally can only get it once a year. So yeah, Jen, hopefully you get a chance to try it out one day as well. I think you might like it. It's on my list. It's on my list. Let's make it happen. Yeah. And also did some slalom skiing, which is basically alpine or downhill skiing, which I really enjoyed. Obviously fell down many, many times, more times than I'd like to admit or count with bruises. But that's all part of the whole fun. On my way back from Norway to Malaysia, of course, this trip couldn't go by without some flight drama. So we missed the connecting flight because... Our plane was on the runway for three hours due to the de-icing of the plane. And as a result, missed our connecting flight from Qatar to Kuala Lumpur, ended up taking an additional detour through Bangkok before coming back to KL. And of course, there were three missing suitcases which did not come back with us. <laughs> oh my goodness. Of course, your flight had to have some of drama course. or another. It will not be a Sarah and, <laughs> and uh, Ustain flight without a little touch and a little dash of um, flight drama and this time missing suitcases as well. I know. No thanks to oh Qatar gosh. Airways. But anyways, we were determined to make it back on time and literally made it back to KL one day before the big JT and Chris wedding. And we had one of the best weekends together. Like Janice mentioned, I was given the honor of sharing the bridesmaid speech. Might or might not have teared even while preparing for it. Just remembering like our whole friendship journey with you, Jan. It was really, really special. So thanks once again for that. In true Janice and Chris style, they also did something that was really unique to them. They had a special flash mob and they got the whole yeah. bridal crew. We did a special flash mob to Kalachasma. And it was just all around a really wonderful weekend celebration celebrating love together and you know by the time this episode is released I can't believe that we are already well into February so yeah that was basically how 
my you know november december and january went i love hearing your update because just just remembering the videos you sent us you looked a little bit too excited to be dragging a bunch of huge heavy christmas trees in the dead yeah. of night in like umpteen feet of snow actually sure the guys of- the guys were busy hard at work chopping the tree and dragging it in the snow i was like really busy filming the entire thing and having a really good laugh you were there for the photo op <laughs> exactly it was it was so hilarious and just unreal because you yeah. normally think that you go to a supermarket and just buy a plastic Christmas tree, right? But for them, it's like last resort only is to buy a Christmas tree, and it was really beautiful because you can actually smell the Christmas tree. Wow. Love it. So in Sarah Ann and Janice fashion, what better way for us to kickstart our first episode of twenty twenty three? Then I'll share with you guys what we ourselves have been exploring lately. So Sarah, share with our listeners, what have you been up to lately? What has been a few things or something that you have been exploring lately? Yeah, this is something really like fun to me and I like am really excited to share this. I basically picked up road cycling. Yes, got into the road cycling bandwagon and how it all kickstarted was really because I bought my first road bike secondhand thanks to a couple of friends who wanted to get rid of the bike as they were leaving back to the US. And they basically made it a really, really uh, difficult offer to resist. And so next thing I knew, I was just going to check out a bike, test it out, but I went home with a bike in the end. I took my first ride through the Guthrie Corridor Expressway and a shout out to our friend Lee Shif for getting me started. He is the guy that basically went from zero to hero. He was a beginner cyclist, but not anymore because he's basically our Instagram influencer cyclist friend. As of now, I've officially clocked in my sixth ride. Janice joined me on the last ride. My longest ride so far was 56 kilometers to Batu Arang, which was basically a heritage town, and also joined my first ever group CNY Angpao ride with Cycle Hub PJ around Sepang. So that was clocking in around 50 kilometers. And of course, I had to get lost. We missed the turning and I had to clock in an extra five kilometers. But it was all around a really enjoyable hobby and sport that I have been exploring. I've been meeting so many new friends, visiting places and routes and little villages that you otherwise would never go to. And I realized how much further and faster you can go than running on our own two feet. And Jen, I'm sure we can testify having done the half marathon and cycling on the other hand just feels like, wow, you can cover so much more kilometers in a shorter period of time, of course. Thanks, Sarah, for actually you know giving me the chance to ride along your newfound explorative hobby. I got to hop along with you and go on a ride. Genesis a first ago. maiden ride. My first maiden ride, and I am not traumatized. In fact, <laughs> I had a great time. Yay! It was so much fun. That day we went, it was drizzling, the weather was slightly chilly. We got perfect view of Bukit Tunku. And it was really so much fun, honestly. And like Sarah said, it is it is a great sport because for what I heard, you can meet a bunch of amazing people. There's a great community involved. You get some exercise along the way and you get to yep. check out the scenery. So I am looking forward to coming along with you for more rides. So tell us, Janice, what else have you been exploring lately? Recently, I got a chance to try out two activities that I've actually been quite curious about, been wondering about what it's like to, you know, Try it out, and both of those were actually golf and tufting. Wow! Oh, I know. From the sound <laughs> of it, it sounds very, very auntie. Actually, <laughs> I was gonna golf, say tufting. That's like, um, and I think you're, 
you know, a- a- getting there, getting there. <laughs> no ageism here, I will say. Yeah. <laughs> all, all in good fun. So I got to say golf, definitely newfound respect for the sport and for golfers. I've watched some golf occasionally on TV. And really? Yeah, no, no. I mean, when it's playing, I'll just, just kind of watch it. And in my naive mind, I'm like, yeah, how hard can it be? <laughs> just like swinging a few balls. I can do this. But honestly, the YouTube videos did not help. And in fact, an expert golfer friend of mine actually told me that the YouTube videos are more damaging than helpful. Really? Yeah. Why? Yeah, like, she said that oh, they're dear. just sort of like educating people based on what they perceive to be correct. So basically, she told me, do not rely on YouTube. Get yourself a, a proper coach, a real coach. <laughs> so... Here's to say that, you know, to be really good in sports, sometimes it takes more than just watching videos and reading about it, but to actually invest in a coach. Mm. So that was something interesting that I've learned. And the second thing was tuftings. For those of you who haven't heard of what that is, it's essentially using yarn in a gun to create a piece of art. So it was actually really fun because it combines things which I really enjoy, like artistic activities, and also having that patience to try out a completely new like technique in improving mm. that. Mm. So I actually really enjoyed it. I think it's something that I could see myself doing more because it actually turned out to be pretty therapeutic. Mm. So I might actually be dragging you to a few tufting sessions, Sarah. I was just going to say both golf and tufting are activities <laughs> I've never tried before, so I would definitely be up for it. Can't wait for that. But let's also switch gears a little bit and now talk about what are things that we're looking forward to in 2023. So Sarah and I were discussing this and we actually came across the 23 for 23 exercise by Gretchen Rubin. In this exercise, you will come up with your word for 2023 and list out 23 aims or goals that you would like to achieve for the year. And what makes it slightly different than the conventional sort of New Year's resolution or new goals that you would have is that you would have to be concrete and frame the items in your list as actions and not outcomes. For example, so it's not that you will say, I want to lose 10 kgs in a year, but rather to say that I will start walking for 30 minutes every day, for example. Mm. So I will make sure to share the link to that in the show notes. For today's episode, we thought we're off sharing 10 out of the 23 items in our list. Janice, why don't you kick us off with your word of the year and then take us through your 10 out of the 23 for 23. So my word of the year is actually immerse. I'll kind of explain why I chose that word. Last year, my word of the year was anchor because it was a massive year of transitions for me. And I really wanted to find a way to anchor myself back home in community with family and professionally as well. So this year, now that I've anchored myself in my life a little bit more, my goal is to immerse myself deeper. And why immerse is because I really wanted to be able to soak in all of the different moments, experiences, for the year and really try to immerse myself deeper in the relationships around me, immerse myself deeper into the skill sets that I want to build, whether that's professionally, whether that's something that's more fun, whether that's something more sporty. So yeah, immerse is the word of the year. I love it, Jen. And actually, I didn't know that last year you had your word of the year, which was anchor. I, I think we didn't really get a chance to talk about it. Or maybe even I've never really done this whole like word of the year thing. But yeah, it's really beautiful to hear the transition between 2022, the year of you anchoring and 2023, the year that you immerse yourself. So take us through your list. All right. My <laughs> number one is to read 23 books this year. 
in the spirit of 23 for 23, it is ambitious because last year I failed massively in my reading goal. But this year, I really want to try to take on the challenge of reading at least two books in a month. Currently, I'm in the midst of finishing up two books right now by two women that I really admire, Michelle Obama and Payal Kadakia. So yeah, that's the first one. Secondly, to do my weekly planning every Sunday evening to have better clarity of the week ahead and to not operate in an autopilot sort of way. So to try to be intentional and organized and systematic about all of the activities that we'll have for the week. Mm, Get rid of the Monday scary. So the Monday blues, isn't it? Tell me about it. So yeah, keeping my fingers crossed that that would definitely help a little bit in some (laughs) of these scarier weeks. The third item that I have on my list is to set up weekly date nights or lunch or breakfast with my husband. (laughs) So this is to try to be intentional, you know, even though we're living together now and we see each other every day, but it really is to carve out intentional time that's not spent talking about the chores that we have to do or runs to run, but to really just have fun and to deepen the relationship. I love that. Just being intentional about the time you spent. Yeah. So the next one is to write bi-weekly. I used to write a little bit in the past, but I think now I want to try to get into the habit of reflecting more thoughtfully on important milestones that happen or even day-to-day like thoughts, lessons learned to Mm. sort of capture these moments in real-time action. Definitely also inspired by your Thursday thoughts day, Sarah. And I have to add also, it helps with like, so that at the end of the year, you don't look back and go like, oh my gosh, where did the year go? Because sometimes our memory just fails us, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. Like now, when we had to sit down and think about yeah. you know how our year ended and everything, I, I took it some time as well. Yeah, exactly. Think of what, you know, what happened during those few months. Mm. Yeah. So the next item, item number five, is to try a new activity every month whether that's in sports or, you know, something artistic like tufting. So I will say I I feel that the year has gotten off to a good rhythm. It did. It did, with right? golfing and tufting. I love it. What's Over up for March? Do you know? No, not yet. Not yet. Uh, oh my we'll gosh. It, was, it could have been cycling. It could. <laughs> it's okay. We'll find something else. We'll I'm find sure something. you will. I'm sure you will. Yeah. It was like Q1 overachieving. <laughs> yeah. I love it. <laughs> Item number six. To cook a dish every month. Cooking has not been on the top of my priority list, I have to admit. (laughs) Not the best chef as well. But I think the whole thing is about trying something new. Even if it's making a mess in the kitchen, really it's to try to elevate my game, make good use of the Le Creuset that I have been gifted as a wedding gift. All right. Sarah can keep me accountable on this. And I can also volunteer to taste your food. If you don't mind guinea <laughs> pig, sure. <laughs> so on the next item number seven, also on the theme of FNB and whining and dining, is the goal to elevate my coffee game. Oh, and yeah. a specific goal like I have is to learn to make an oat milk flat white at home. Oh wow. With my newest purchase, an espresso machine. Oh my gosh, you bought an espresso machine. I'm coming over. Oh my gosh, yes. I, I will experiment and when I perfect my recipe, you are going to be my first guinea pig. All right. Oat milk, flat white coming flat white. right up. Yes. Oh, now I'm I'm held accountable now. Gotta make <laughs> it happen. <laughs> Item number eight. Organize our first Explore This community meetup. Yes. Yes, you heard that right, guys. We are thinking of having a community meetup. Details to be confirmed, but yeah, we really want to make that happen. 
Definitely, definitely. Something to look forward to for us in 2023. Hit us up in the comments if that's something that you're excited about as well. Item number nine, complete a professional certification in my area of work in human capital in the theme of immersing myself, you know, deeper in the skill sets professionally. And last but not least, run a 30 kilometer race that is insane yep guys i legit felt fear as i was saying it (laughs) because i'm basically releasing that to the universe you are and sarah you can laugh but you might most likely have to come along with me (laughs) (laughs) i'm not sure about that 30 is like yeah it's 21 was already a lot but okay okay it's halfway to a full it's halfway to a full not quite a full but almost (laughs) there Yeah, so guys, the reason how this came about was I really wanted to do another 21km this year and I asked my friend who's a marathon runner and I was asking him you know, which one would be good races to run this year because I wanted something different than PJ Half. And what he said to me was, come on Janice, 21km, <laughs> you got to be kidding me. You have to progress upwards. Oh always. my gosh. Unless oh you've done a full marathon, then you can <laughs> lord it over anyone else. But if not, You got to level up your game. Oh my goodness. That was a real challenge to you right there. I was sweating when he he said that to me. (laughs) But anyways, yes, that's my 10 for 23. So Sarah Ann, we'd love to hear your word of the year and your very exciting 10 for 23 list. Take it away. All right. So yeah, I can tell that, you know, it's kind of scary to put everything out there because people listening to this will remind us. So we sometimes have no choice but to hold ourselves accountable and our listeners are doing that whether we like it or not as well. But I'll say that my word for 2023 is intentional. And I think even the first one on my list, it's it's something that is very analogous to that word of being intentional. And that is number one, for me to create more opportunities for play, for fun, and for activities that are not only food-related with both my family and friends. And an example of a way that I did it last year was for my 30th birthday, I planned a day trip to the Sticks in Jandabai for a family day, day out where I introduced board games to my family and we were splashing around in the river. And the reason why that was special, I have to say and add, is because it's something that we don't normally do. A lot of the times, the activities for typical Malaysians, I'm sure you can resonate as well, Janice, is related to food, right? But, you know, I realized that there are ways to also have fun and to play without only having food. Yes, food will definitely be a very important component. I am Malaysian after all, mm-hmm. um, but there are also other ways around it. So yeah, just to create more opportunities for that and be intentional about it. Definitely Janice Stan will be coming along the ride. So don't really have a choice about it. <laughs> oh, sign me up. If it's fun and games, I'm, all right. I'm there. Exactly, exactly. And secondly, what I have on my list is to build on my professional coaching opportunities. So I might or might not have mentioned it on the pod, but early this year, around January, just before Chinese New Year, I did a really short three-day course embarking on level one for this professional certification with an organization called IECL. And I really enjoyed it. I'm sure we'll have an episode further on coaching as well where I love to talk about my little experience, but I really enjoyed it and I think you will too. And so I would like to build on that even further by embarking on more peer coaching opportunities. And in fact, I'm reading a book now called The Tao of Coaching by Max Landsberg. So that's also a book that I recommend. 
Love it. And honestly, cannot wait to hear you share about the experience that you've had and also to discuss more about that, right? I mean, whether that's coaching in the context of work or coaching in the context of life coaching, I do personally feel that coaching is so powerful and Absolutely. it's something that we'd love to dive more in some episodes in the podcast. I'm sure we will. And on that topic of reading, Janice mentioned 23 books. For me, I'm going to dial that down. I'm doing 12 books this year. I've completed one already, have hit that mark for January, on track for February, hopefully with the Tower of Coaching. So that's reading for 12 books this year. Fourth on my list would be to work for myself every morning for 15 to 30 minutes before working for others. And what I mean by that is just being able to spend time for myself and that might come in different ways and it might look differently every day whether it's in the form of working out praying sitting in quietness or having a proper breakfast without facing the screen just being able to dedicate that time that intentional time to myself instead of diving straight into work right out of bed and I feel that you are always that person who inspires me and remind me not to jump straight into the craziness. And yeah, I do think that is so important as well. No screens, just you doing your thing, investing yourself before you, you know, give yourself out back to the professional world. Exactly, exactly. So uh, along the lines of filling your cup first. And fifth on my list is embarking on more cycling adventures. As I've already mentioned, it's the new sport that I'm picking up in 2023. Janice joined me for her maiden ride. We've already spoken about how we went up Mayor Hill together and that was really, really special. And looking forward to more exciting rides, both with smaller groups as well as with bigger cycling groups. I think it's a great cycling community and I've already made a couple of really good friends. So I'm really excited about that. Sixth on my list is to do one big physical challenge in 2023. Now, what that looks like, I have yet to decide whether it's a duathlon, a triathlon, maybe joining Janice for her 30km. I have not officially decided yet. (laughs) So, you know, check back on me later on it, but it will definitely happen. Seventh on my list is to continue with intentional and regular date nights activity with my partner, whether it's physically or virtually. And this is something that we were doing every week, taking turns to plan date nights when we were spending time apart during COVID. Number eight is to build on the explore this podcast by having our very first community meetup. And this is something that Janice and I have been brainstorming quite a bit. And we're looking forward to really make this happen, make this community come to life. I think that's the beauty of having this podcast, but not just being a podcast, but also to build a community around it. So we'd love to know if this is something that you might be interested to be a part of. Number nine on the list is to restart my Thursday Thoughts Day, which was a personal writing and reflection medium that I had. No, it's not a blog. It's a traditional old school style email that I started a couple of months ago, inspired by another colleague of mine. But I essentially, it was along the lines of what Janice said, which is to get back into the intentional habit of exercising the writing muscle, whether you want to write privately, publicly, but just gaining more clarity through putting thoughts to paper. I think that's a really powerful thing to do for ourselves. And I'm sure our future selves will always thank us for that as well. And last but not least, it's to join Janice to try out a new activity every month. I'm excited what that might look like. It's uh, pretty much a blank canvas, what the remainder of the 10 months might look like as to what new activities we might try together. That is my my list of 10. Love it, Sarah. So many actionable and exciting goals. And I think it's such a great mix of 
physical health, workout related ones, relationship based, being intentional with like dating with your partner, with upskilling. So excited for <laughs> your year ahead. And I'm sure that for both of us. Yeah, we'll end up dragging each other on you, Yeah, we actually don't really have that much of a choice. We'll both be looping each other in, like it or not. <laughs> or signing yeah, each other up for things, you know. Don't be surprised if that happens. Oh my god, watch this space, guys. Watch this space. <laughs> and of course, wrapping up as always with our surprise question segment for one another kind of scary more. because if you forget how we do this basically you know for most of our conversation Janice and I have prepared a couple of bullet points of what we want to talk about but this is the one part that we don't know what we're going to ask each other okay Janice you get to go first by asking me a question and go easy on me okay <laughs> you know I'm always kind on you and that guys is how we keep the spice alive in this relationship <laughs> so question for Sarah Ann in 2023 what is something that you would like to do less of? Oh, wow. What is something I would like to do less of? Okay, I have a really, really good one. And it's kind of scary to say this, but I would like to do less of being in control of things that I cannot control. And I think this takes in many different forms because of my controlling tendencies. And I mean this in the best way, right? I'm a planner. I like to organize. What I need to do less of is, you know, let go of that controlling tendencies of mine, whether it's both in my personal, my professional life. I think there are ways that I can learn to just let go a little, trust the process, trust the timing, trust God. I think that's something really important for me as well. And trust that I will always also make the right decisions at the right time. Basically, just trust my instincts to make the right decisions without always having to be in control of things that I might not have control over. Oh, that is so good. And thank you so much for sharing that with me and with the rest of our listeners. And yeah, rooting for you, Sarah. Rooting for you for sure. And I have full faith that you'd be able to make it happen. It's going to be hard. I'm telling you, girl. It's going to be you, hard. I got you. <laughs> okay. Um, and my turn, my question for you, Janice. What was one tough but necessary lesson that 2022 taught you? By the way, I have to say, I love that my question was like backward looking and yours was forward looking. So oh, go for it. Hmm. One tough but necessary lesson I had to learn is... And, and this might be a bit cliche, but it is that seeking help doesn't make you weak. In fact, mm. it's a bold move because what I've learned is that there are so many moments where I felt that I was suddenly out of my league, um, mm. you know, in, in many areas of my life. And at that point, it was a time where I think professionally it was quite challenging. I certainly felt out of depth with the situation at the time that I was in. And it took a lot of me to be able to sort of lower my ego and mm. admit that I needed help. I needed mm. support because at that point I was feeling a little bit stretched and I wasn't quite sure that I would be able to sort of progress without asking for help. And so after a lot of deliberation and considering and, and deciding, you know what, I'm going to put my ego down because if I don't, I'm not only affecting myself, but also the people around me and that mm. just would not be okay. Mm. So I decided to be honest, completely vulnerable and say, I am drowning a little bit and I want to sort of help me help all of us. Mm. And that was a moment that was quite a game changer, I would say. I was able to eventually get the help that I needed and also come to a personal realization and enlightenment in a way. I felt like, wow, this moment of radical transparency allowed mm. me to 
improve the situation I was in and also to learn to be kinder to myself. And mm-hmm. overall, the outcome of the situation improved drastically because of that moment. Um, so yeah, really, really long roundabout way of saying like, seek help. Don't be afraid to admit when you need it because you might be surprised by the outcome. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that, Jen. And I'm guessing that was applicable, not just from a professional perspective, but from a personal one as well. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Takes a while to get there. But you know, when you get there, eventually you'll be like, okay, got nothing to lose. (laughs) Just go for it. Yeah. And yeah. And and I love like, honestly, I love this part of our episodes that we record on our own because, you know, it's something that not only, yes, it does make us think on our feet but it really it's something that we cannot prepare for you know when we just have to be the most honest and truthful with whatever comes top of mind for both our questions so i love it and so with that that's a wrap for this conversation our very first one of 2023 our kickoff for season four and we do hope that this conversation between janice and i will also prompt you to do your own version of 23 for 23 or whatever your version of that might be And so here's your reminder that it's not too late to start thinking about how you can be concrete about planning out the rest of your 2023. And we just have one final announcement to make, which is that we are looking forward to bringing you new episodes every two weeks, dropping at our usual time on Mondays at 8pm. And as always, if you've learned something new or did your own version of 23 for 23, or you want to join any of our activities to keep us accountable, please share them with us on Instagram and tag us at Explore This Podcast. And here is to the rest of a fruitful and restful second half of 2023. Bye. Bye for now. If you've stuck around to the end of this episode, we want to say thank you for exploring with us. And if you don't already, please follow us on Spotify, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and review, and most importantly, share this episode with your friends. We'd love to hear from you, so you can also connect with us on Instagram using the Instagram handle Explore This Podcast. A-C-T-S-P-L-O-R-E This Podcast. New episodes for Explore This drops every Monday at 8pm. See you then! 